Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Silhouette Zero, Season 3, Headshot Crusaders. I'm your host and GM, Chrisang. And I'm the player, brother, Matt. And today, we will be doing the whole episode in this NPR cadence. Thank you for listening. No, we're not going to do that. NPR. Um, before we start, I do have to say, um, I didn't tell you this, but um, I was installing... The short version is, in order to get a, a better controlled nightlight, I put LED lights in the kids' room. Sure. So I had extras to the sum in this office. And right now, I can't, this is both super cool, but also I'm sure it's also very cringy that um, my Go XLR is currently using the red profile and I have the red LED lights. <laughs> and it feels very like battle mode in here. On an Imperial ship, maybe. Yeah, I, I was thinking like, yeah, this, this is cool. It looks like a starship red alert, but also it just kind of looks like the hunt for red October, so. Yeah, you're just in a TIE fighter. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Quick, switch everything to green. <laughs> Speaking of TIE Fighters, um Nice segue. Let's uh let's talk about this. Hey. Thanks to Star Wars episode seven, there's a new tactic available for hyperspace. Is it launching a ship in hyperspace at stuff? Uh no, that's episode eight. <laughs> I, episode I apologize. seven. <laughs> All, all three do really weird things with hyperspace, and I think I've talked about that before. Which is well, oh, is seven the the hyperspace in orbit? Well, seven does three things in hyperspace that never have happened before. One, okay, leaping out of a other starship from like standstill. Mm -hmm. Two, landing superliminally to get past the shield. Mm -hmm. Three is what I'm talking about, which apparently seems to be hyperspace holding pattern. <laughs> Um, for those of you that have put the sequel trilogy deep out of your mind, while the infiltration team is on Star Killer Base going to blow up the thermal port or whatever, um, the resistance fighters are seem to be in some sort of holding pattern where they're just circling around in hyperspace, I guess. And it's not until they get the go ahead that they drop out of hyperspace. Um, this is not something we knew was possible previously and feels like something that they would have done if they could have like say like the battle of endor um <laughs> so whether or not this is new technology or whatever doesn't matter we're using it so here's the plan the um kachok battle fleet i guess is what we could call it is um en route to the final confrontation at the space platform in star destroyer um the entire fleet is in this hyperspace holding pattern, and the, the fleet consists of the Twilight Imperator, the Spice Wolf, the Smuggler's Ace, um, 12 X-Wings, which have been designated Ghost Squadron, 6 A-Wings, which have been designated Banshee Squadron. So the plan, of course, is to break through the initial defenses, determine where Kaya is being held, and then um, deploy troops and or destroy cripple defenses accordingly. That is Click's job. Click is, of course, Ghost Leader, leading the X-Wing Squadron, and of course mm -hmm. uh, has command of the battle in basically it's an entirety. Uh, the chain of command goes Click, Colonel Miss Moss, and then Reyna. So Click has to make the calls uh, in the initial battle here as to how this goes down. You have the initial information that uh, Nena and Jezzy sent you, but you know that you were also warned by Marina that between... Did you say Jezzy? Did I say Jezzy? Sorry. 
Nana and Rezzy. Cut that later. Nana! Rezzy! <laughs> oh, wait. Who's that? <laughs> um, what was I even saying? We had the data from Nana and Rezzy. Yeah, you have the data. Okay, well, oh, that's right. Click um, is in the zone. This may be his final battle. This is definitely perhaps the most important battle he's ever fought personally. Um, and so right now, Click has access to both his season two and season three character sheets. I had to rebuild my season two one because I don't know where that file went. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, feel free to use whichever one you want at any point. I'm, okay. I'm not imposing any limitations here. Secondly, Kobe insisted on being your droid. Cool. Now, a uh, couple of gameplay mechanic things here. In general, we're going to be using a combination of both the standard vehicle combat stuff as well as the modified Starfighter dogfight, just depending on whatever I feel is the most appropriate and whatever will kind of move this along uh, because I'm afraid this could get bogged down in a lot of rolling. Also, to prevent this from getting bogged down in a lot of rolling, I'm using um, the squadron rules found in Age of Rebellion. So um, you're going to be moving essentially in minion groups. Okay. When you take damage, um, you can apply the damage to any ship in the little squadron as necessary to prevent anyone from getting shot out of the sky or, or falling apart or whatever. Um, if you want, I can just kind of apply damage equally. Um, so if you're not sure, just be like, well, I'll just spread it out and I will just spread it out as follows because I have a damage tracker sheet for every fighter in this encounter right now. Oh, neat. So I don't have to do any work. No. <laughs> um, you may want to keep track of clicks if you want. Why would I keep track of damage to my character? Would it not be more beneficial for me to just fudge numbers? <laughs> Hold on one second. Oh man, this is hard to do with this voice because it's like slight pitch and it sounds off because the pitch is off. And man, so uh, I guess it's time for Rezzy's Type 5. What's the deal with uh, Star Tour food, huh? I mean, like, are we touring or are we eating? I don't know the answer to that. Huh? Huh? Am I right? Um, um, what else? What else? What's the deal with gunk droids? How are they supplying power? Why do they have feet? Shouldn't they just be rolly guys? And if they have legs, why don't they have more flexible legs? And why no hands? Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Hmm. What's going on in the news these days? The Empire Strikes Back? Oh boy. Haven't we already dealt with those guys before? Oh, okay, I'm back. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, yep, okay. What, what were you doing? Uh, nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. You will see <laughs> when you listen to this later. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So also to speed rolling around um, along, but to also give you some flexibility, the squadrons are divided into chunks of four. This is a concept I stole from the Rogue Squadron novels, which has your unit of 12 grouped up in four groups of three, but I don't want to do four groups of three. So I'm doing three groups of four. Um, and so Ghost Leader, of course, is you. You can control how the other two groups 
move as well as Banshee Squadron. Banshee Squadron will move as its own unit because it's only six of them. Um, so your wing is, and um, I want I want to thank our patrons who gave me all of the following pilots except for the two that you will recognize from previous. <laughs> um, so thank you guys. Uh, I hope you. I tried to use as many as I could. I had way too many, but that's why I actually added the Airwing Squadron so could I, use, I could use more <laughs> of them. Um, but thank you. I appreciate this. So, Ghost 2 is Blab Kego, a smack talking Nemoidian. And of course, remember, these are all pod racers from Contobite who volunteered to go on this. Uh, Ghost. But they, but, they, but they have to be good enough pod racers that they were like in the circuit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're professional pod racers for sure. Okay. Um, they're also. So like they're they're all gonna basically roll the same like competent pilot stats. Okay. Um, unless you can think of something in particular, you're like, well, that guy should be able to do this, and then we'll we'll go from there. Um, I'll send you this list so you can look at it. I guess. Uh, Ghost three is Ipapip, Ishkabibble, who's a squib. Ghost four is Slockdar Slock, a Trandoshan. <laughs> so those are your immediate wingmates who will be following you throughout the battle. <clears throat> Wing two is um. Led by Ghost 5, who of course is Rush Minotaur, perhaps the only other person you implicitly trust to actually do this, and the only person on the squad who has combat experience. <laughs> uh, Ghost 6 is Dresh the Serrated, who's a Karkarodan, who's like a shark guy um, that live on Moncala. They're in the Clone Wars series. Ghost 7 is Kargok Krif uh, Kiffersons, who um, is a cybernetic. Uh, enhanced human who usually does his uh, pod racing using algorithms. And Ghost 8 is a Nautilon named Dave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wing 3 is uh, led by Ghost 9. That's Ifrit Namtar, who's a Deveronian old guy. Uh, Click picked him because uh, Ifrit actually was one of Click's contemporaries back in the day. Ifrit thought of himself as one of Click's rivals. Of course, Click never thought that about him. Everyone thinks they're Click's rival. Yeah. Um, and so, but he's, he, Click at least knows he's competent enough of a pilot to be able to kind of lead this thing. Especially when you got someone like Ghost 10 on their strike day diver, who uh, is a human and just seems to be extraordinarily lucky, which is the only reason why he hasn't died yet. <laughs> um, you also have Ghost 11, Dracogallus, who is a Besselisk. And play up the rear for Ghost 12 is Victor Vimthrottle. How did Vimthrottle make the cut? Uh, I don't know, but uh, I believe Click probably made a note holleray to ask Reyna how that happened. <laughs> now the A-Wings, um, a Banshee leader is led by Quana the Dodger Haxatap, who is a, a Sakayan, and she is known for adding the most technologically advanced stuff for her pods and pod racing. Um, and she seems to be the best candidate to lead the A-Wing squadron. Banshee 2 is Blitz Blazing Argo, who is a human cyborg um, who has a cool flaming helmet that apparently sometimes accidentally catches on fire and apparently has a podcast, according to... <laughs> um, Banshee 3 is Hillary Al-Orok VI, who is an Alina and apparently implying a descendant of uh, one of Leslie's character, Leslie's current character on Heroes of the Hydean Way. <laughs> Banshee 4, uh, Banshee 4 is Mysterious Plud, who is definitely a Gand and not two pit droids in a trench coat. <laughs> Mysterious Plud? 
Uh, that one came from Adam, uh, who does Force Majeure. <laughs> that one, that that right there, that's that's a good character. <laughs> uh, Banshee Five is Leba Buttry, who is a Zabrak, and then um, Banshee Six is Doctor Zid, who is a Polis Mason, known as the Silent Scalpel. It's <laughs> a good cast. Yeah. So, so this is the ragtag group on your on your wing here. So. Spoiler alert, I'm only going to remember the name Mysterious Blood. <laughs> oh, let me drop this in the chat. <laughs> okay, and then let me paste this into something more palatable than this extremely stretched out list here. Oh, I take that back. I'll remember Dave, too. <laughs> I will not remember Dim Throttle. Okay, that's as good as that's gonna get. Okay, you ready? Yep. Cut two. Interior X-wing fighter, hyperspace. Okay, quick. Uh, it looks like we're about in the correct area, and we are now beginning the hyperspace loop sequence. Do you want both squadrons to drop out, or just go squadron first? Go squadron first. We need to we need to assess the situation to, to determine where the best place for Banshee Squadron to strike is. This is Dodger. Copy that. Banshee Squadron, hold it in formation until you are marked. This is Raina. All formations will uh, all other ships will hold in this ro rotational formation until otherwise noted. However, be noted quickly, we cannot stay in hyperspace forever. We need enough fuel to return home. Copy that. And with that, Ghost Squadron drops out of hyperspace. Boom. Ghost Squadron, lock S foils in attack position. Kobe says that there's a minefield ahead that was not on any of the data reports. That's fine. They just they just float there. That's not a risk. So the frigate can't drop out of hyperspace until the minefield is cleared. Ugh, can't they just jump past it? Stupid hyperspace. All right. What are your orders? Okay, we need to punch a hole through this minefield. Copy that. You want us to just uh make one hole, or should we try to clear out the mines on a hole? as many as we can in a widespread. Widespreads take too much time. Let's make a clean cut. Copy, your six. That was, um, Wing Leader 3 Ifrit Namtor. Uh, Namatar. So, here's what you're gonna do. Um, you are going to roll based off of the, uh, target silhouette. So these mines are silhouette zero. Um, X-Wings are silhouette three, which means these are two smaller. So it's going to be gunnery check of three purple. Okay, and what's my pull? Uh, just use your gunnery. Okay, so that's going to be three green, two yellow versus three purple. Uh, four success and four threats. You're flying through the center of the minefield, um, leading the way laser cannons blazing. Your scopes are not picking up any other enemy fighters yet. However, the uh, Star Destroyer does seem to be uh, powering up its turbo lasers upon your approach. Your scope does pick up one uh, modified Labna class shuttle 
which is currently dropping the mines kind of uh, down further along the end. The four threats here is that um, the corridor you've created here is extremely narrow. Um, so you punch through to the other side of the minefield, but if you want a capital class ship to get through, you're going to have to do at least one more pass. Okay. Ringleader two and three, focus on clearing another, on widening that gap. I'm going to decrease the supply of mines from the source. Copy this, leader. Okay, so we're going to go Renatar, two yellow and a green against three purple. Uh, failure, three advantages. And then the other team is going to be a yellow and two green against three purple. Two success, one threat. Okay, so what happens is on Ghost Nine's team is able to shoot through the minefield um, and create a large enough path that what you need. Um, the threat here is that one of them is going to get hit a little bit and, and take a little uh, one system strain that I am just going to apply to the group as a whole. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, Russia's team does not is unable to cut through because um they are fired upon by the star destroyers um now star destroyers have tremendously horrible chances of hitting a, uh, an x-wing fighter their base difficulty is five purple <laughs> and so what i'm going to say is that using the three advantages they managed to dodge it unscathed but because of the attack they had to abort their attack run sure um so now we are at a situation where you are hunting down the shuttle with your team Mm -hmm. Um, what do you want to do? I mean, zoom up and shoot it. Okie doke. Uh, gunnery check, please. Against. Um, because it's not really a fighter, I'm going to say it's going to be two purple, but I'm going to flip a dark side point. So a purple and a red. Okay. Three green, two yellow versus a purple and a red. One success, four advantages. Okay. Um, what do you want to do? Linked. Yeah, that's the thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's linked three, right? So does it take, does that mean I... I know I ask this every time, but does that mean it takes three to activate or you just need two to activate, but it links three times? It's two per times you want to link. Two times. Oh, okay. So that's linked. That's two links then? Yeah, but that doesn't make sense. I, I, it's just, I think, I think it's two per times you want to activate because otherwise an X-Wing does like a tremendous amount of damage. <laughs> right. But screw it. It's the last battle. Let's just do it. Um. So yes, yeah, so you get... Uh, you hit it, it explodes in a fiery concave, especially since you probably hit the mines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Good shooting, sir. Well, we'll have plenty of time for that later after we shoot a lot more things. Okay, so now you've got a you've got a hole for the minefield. There's still mines. Uh, the star destroyer is still firing upon you. Uh, what's the, what do you want to do? Okay, so our goal is to take down defenses around the platform, right? Well, you need to figure out whether Kaya's on the platform or on the star destroyer. The only way oh, that's right. To do that is you have to get the smuggler's ace close. Right. It is stealthy, so it won't be attracting a whole lot of attention. Go squadron on me. They form let's get up. some. Let's get some. Uh, let's get some attention on us, shall we? All right, that's what I like to hear. All right. 
First, we're gonna hit that star destroyer. Don't be too anxious to get the attention of the enemy, Renatar. Ah, oh, you're just a scaredy catty free, just because you never actually flew in one of these battles. Have you ever flown in one not drunk? That's not important. Lush, you missed all those. You missed all those mines back there. Are you okay? <laughs> I haven't had a drink in like six years. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know how long years are on your planet, but <laughs> well, I go by the results. <laughs> all right, what's the plan? Go squadron. We're gonna hit hard and fast. And I'm going to open all channel broadcast. <laughs> Do it. You killed my daughter! <laughs> <laughs> so the plan is to make him think that this is full-on assault and not diversionary. It's whatever you want to do. No, this is what I'm saying. Oh, I see. And once the assault starts, then he's going to signal for Smuggler's Ace to go in. Got it. TIE Fighters have launched and are closing in on your position. Oh no, not TIE Fighters. Whatever will we do? There are 12 of them, an entire squadron to match your squadron. Um, they're heading straight at you. You want to have them break off and engage or you want to try to like, you know, plow ahead? Ooh, interesting. Or you can divide and conquer. Go squadron, we don't have time for scrubs. Blow past them. Like, just ignore them? Well, I mean, we can shoot them as we pass by, but, you know. Yes, Rush, that is what blow past them means. <laughs> All right, copy that. Um, I'm moving my shield to the front. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever you need to, Rush. This isn't your, <laughs> this isn't your, uh, your space blog here. Like, save it for your website. <laughs> All right, so I want you to uh, roll a piloting check um, to defend yourself. Sure. So it's going to be piloting against um, a red and two purple. You do get um, one blue for your shields. Okay, and then handling comes into play here, right? Correct. X-Wing's handling is uh, plus one. Maybe yours is. <laughs> oh. This is Khan Klikachuk's signature vehicle. So it gets an additional handling and one additional armor. Okay. Sorry, I'm just familiarizing myself with the sheet again a little bit because yeah. I've forgotten some of this. Okay. Is this a shortcut? Um, no. <laughs> okay, just asking, just asking. <laughs> sure, you can't get it if you don't ask. There's no, there's no harm in asking. Okay. So the roll is five yellow, three blue versus two purple and one red. Two success, four advantages. All right, your wing flies straight on through. I would like to pass two blue to each squadron. Beautiful. All right, so rest minotaur. Uh, two yellow, one green, two blue, two purple and a red. Success, one advantage. Ifrit squadron. Yellow, two green, two blue. Two purple, one red. Failure, three advantages. Dang. So they're going to take a hit, um, but they do get, you know, some sort of free maneuver or something as a result. So uh, whatever you want to do there. Um, have them just return back to formation. Got it. So they don't, they don't crack. Yeah. 
Okay, so uh, TIE Fighter damage is 6, plus 1 is 7. Okay, so X-Wings have an armor of 3, so 4 damage. I'm going to just spread it across evenly to represent that everybody took a little damage. Which makes sense, Ghost 9 through 12, of course, are in the back. And so they're they're getting the, the chasers. Right. We are still holding steady back here. Stay on target. Okay, you are now probably, let's see, range bands. Probably within short range now of the Star Destroyer, which means you have torpedoes, but not lasers. I can't use my lasers. The lasers are close range. Oh, short. Right, 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 right. You're right. All right, go squadron. You know the drill. Shield generators. <laughs> Full silo. <laughs> so that's going to be gunnery, right? Yeah. So I'm going to have you roll. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Gunnery. Fortunately for you, it's over two sizes larger. So it's because it's just a uh, one purple. Okay, I'm going to aim anyway. <laughs> four success and four advantages. So you need all, uh, all the proton torpedo stats. They are crit two, damage eight, blast six, breach six, guided two, limited ammo six, slow firing one, linked one. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I can do a link. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then do I have to activate like blast and breach and stuff or are those just things that happen? Uh, blast, it requires activation, but you don't need it because you're not shooting at multiple targets. Oh, right. Breach is the one that punches armor. Right. Breach is automatic. That ignores armor. Cool. Yeah. So I'll do two of them for linked and two of them for the crit. Okay. So that's going to be 16, right? Mm-hmm. Plus eight more. So 24 um, minus oh, it's 16 because it's 24 minus eight uh, for the armor. And that's with the breach six, right? Yeah, because it's 10 armor. So if eight's hitting it, it has 10 armor. Oh, I forgot. We need to toss in two black for their shields. Okay. I'll do it. Okay, so one, okay. one threat. So I'll skip the crit and pass the remaining as a blue. Okay, so we said 16. It's probably easier if you do one round, one silo at a time, right? And then, so then I roll, so uh, Rush rolled, Rush's squad rolled five successes. Ifrit rolled two successes and an advantage. <clears throat> so 8, 20, and 64. So 92 damage total <laughs> on, <laughs> on this attack run. No, we have to subtract. I was going to say, how did you get to 92? Oh, yeah, because, wait, hold on. We're going to take off. Because Rush's squad would be 20, but it's minus... On a single hit, he gets 20? Because it's all it's all force fighters. <clears throat> oh, I see what Matthew doing. Okay. Right. Got but, it. So it's it's actually so one torpedo was what was the damage? Eight? Yep. So it's 13 minus four, which is eleven. So that's forty-four. And then ten minus four, which is six, times four is twenty-four. So forty-four, twenty-four, and sixty-four. Yeesh. Did we get the shields? <laughs> Well, considering the hull threshold is 145. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did we just blow it up? Uh, no. So what, what we will do is because the intention here was... Um, Not to kill it. Yeah, to blow the start. I'm going to say probably if you're saying everyone has to drop full silo, then um, after Click's team fires their torpedoes, that's enough. Those, the bridge shields are dead. Okay. And then the rest of the squad... Um, you know, you guys are going fast, so I'm going to say that they just see that it goes down and they just save their ammo and just follow you on the, the, the escape approach. Oh, okay. Um, and in the meantime, they are going to try to shoot you as you fly by. Now, as I mentioned, um, it is 
It is a, a five purple base roll. Um, do you have anything special that makes you particularly defensive? Um, I've got shields. Does handling come into this as a for anything or no? No. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no. Okay, so it's yellow, two green against uh, five purple and a black. Uh, yeah, that's two failures, three threats. <laughs> so those turbo lasers are not doing very well. I'm going to use those threats to add a black to the next roll. Um, and actually, one of these is going to turn into a red. So it's going to be four purple and a red. Because with the other squadrons not firing, they can now use their extra maneuver um, to mm. do evasive actions, which upgrades one to a red. Awesome. So kaboom, uh, three failures and a threat, and another one, kaboom, a failure and a threat. So the Star Destroyer is unable to hit the fighters as they fly by. TIE Fighters, however, are still in rapid pursuit, and the closest of the fighters are going to take shots at um, the third third wing here. Um, and I'm going to say that this is just going to be a base shot because the, there's not really anything that... It's not a dogfight because you guys are doing like an ignoring bomb run. Yeah. So it's just yellow, two green, two purple against one black squadron to squadron. And that is a, a failure and an advantage. So the Imperials, <laughs> well, they're not even really Imperials, right? They're just a bunch of alien separatists who are using Imperial equipment that they found. <laughs> Apparently have not spent a lot of time in, this, in using these weapons because they're not doing great. Or they're just not used to fighting pilots. That's true. These are these are. 12 exceedingly talented pod racers. I assume yeah. there's a lot of twirling and flipping and... <laughs> oh, all the needless actions. <laughs> it's like 12 pilots that are all classified hot shots. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to go ahead and make a ruling right now that at any time you want any of them to do the, um, <clears throat> showboat? the showboat, <laughs> you may invoke showboat. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, so I want to do something dumb. Yep. I want to have my entire squadron. Um, so, okay, follow my logic here. If they if they have showboat, that's the bottom of the tree. Okay. So that means they have, you know, at least some of the stuff along the way, right? Okay. I want everyone to do Karelian send-offs <laughs> to the TIE fighters. <laughs> okay. Uh, how does that role work? Uh, it's a cool check versus uh, three purple. Oh boy, I don't have a cool stat figured out. Give me a second. Based on presence. Shout out to the Stugoff. Should have, yep, Pod Racer Pilot is in fact right here. <laughs> cool. Two yellow and a green. Sweet. So I'm flipping a point to upgrade my roll. It was base of three yellow, so it's three yellow and a green versus three purple. Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> you want the whole squadron to do Karelian send-offs? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to double check. All right, go for it. Two success. Okay. Rush Minotaur <laughs> is not having a good day. Uh, Rush's squadron, uh, Rush's wing only got two advantages, but uh, Ifrit, two success, Man. a threat, and double triumph. The rare double triumph. Yeah. I love those. It's especially impressive because they only had two yellow dice. That's true. All right, describe your Karelian send-off. And describe how Click like informs the team how, oh, they, yeah. how to do this. <laughs> All right, Ghost Squadron, I think it's time to say goodbye to these TIE Fighters. Let's send them off the Karelian style. 
Brilliant send-off. Come on. <laughs> just... Oh, man. This is going to be awesome. You guys, just, just watch how I do it, okay? <laughs> watch how I do it. <laughs> so, click. I guess technically he does a Koi grin real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, Koi grin turn. Starts, you know, jetting straight towards the TIE Fighters. He locks his S-foils into flight position. And then, like, he barrel rolls to slap two of them with his wings at the same time. <laughs> and then once he passes them, S foils back into attack position. Now, as a reminder, this is the improved Karelian send-off. So these are major collisions. Alright, well, th there's only one way to really play this anyway, so here's how this happens. Those two explode. Um... The rush now. Come on, come on, follow me over here. No, get get out of my way, Ghost Seven. Hey, come on. Hey, look out. <laughs> no, 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 slow down. Hey, ah, no, you're ruining it. The advantage is here is that uh, Rush does not end up pasting himself into the side <laughs> of Star Destroyer. <laughs> uh, but Ghosts Five through uh, Eight don't quite get how to do it, and uh, they keep getting into each other's way. Ifrit, however, decides to use the pandemonium that Rush is causing to drag his fighters and his trailing fighters into that chaos. So with the double successes, or with the double um, triumphs, Triumph. I'm just going to have all of those other fighters crash into each other in a big flaming mess, <laughs> um, and then the threat will incur some system strain. That's how you do it, Riddatar. <laughs> it's not my fault. The, the squad got in the way. Flash, stop fighting with your superior. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's time for the Sil Zero community shout out. First, let's start with a happy birthday to Christopher from Uncle T and all of the crew of the Spice Wolf. Happy birthday! This episode came out later than I thought, so hopefully it's still your birthday, or close to it. If not, happy past birthday! Greg would like to shout out to Leslie for their 9 year anniversary coming up on September 22nd. Congratulations you guys! And actually, this uh, community shout out is very anniversary heavy because Shade would also like to shout out to his boyfriend Austin for their upcoming 2nd anniversary in November. Congratulations to you guys as well! Paul would like to shout out to Adam, the host and GM of the Force Majeure and other related podcasts for being such a encouraging member of the community, which is a very, very accurate statement. He is definitely the nicest person amongst the uh, Star Wars podcasters, at least the ones that I interact with on a regular basis. I don't know, Adam. Is there someone nicer than you? Maybe you should fess up to that. And that concludes this week's uh, community shout out. If you ever want anything shouted out on this show for free, just uh, tweet at me or email and uh, we'll make that happen for you. Okay, back to the action packed episode. Uh, okay, so all the fighters are dead. Kobe detects that they're starting to scramble some more from the platform, but that's going to be another turn. So the Star Destroyer is going to try to shoot at you. Yet again. 
because that worked so well last time. Uh, uh oh, two successes and four threats. Hmm. So if you want to pull a maneuver of some sort, uh, you can make an immediate maneuver. Let's see here. Oh, uh, no, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. They can't shoot you. Why? Well, so when you, you let's, if you're doing an attack run on a Star Destroyer, right? Mm -hmm. There's only one way to do it, which is straight at it, right? Right. Which means that once you drop your torpedoes, you would be behind it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and none of their none of their weapons have rear fire arc. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you did Thank all that you, behind the destroyer. destroyer. Lack of strategy pays off. <laughs> Can you have Kobe roll a perception check, please? Uh, two purple, one black. This is utilizing the sensors. If that helps you decide on any talents, you said a purple and a black. Two purple, one black. Two purple and a black with perception? Okay. Um, is there any security involved? Um, or am I just scanning for something? Well, it, it's something he's going to pick up in a passive scan. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to add anything then. Uh, yellow, two green versus two purple and a black. One success, one threat. Kobe notices and informs you that the Star Destroyer sublight engines do not seem to be functional. <laughs> so it is basically dead in the water. Okay. Okay, so we're going to go in for the kill now, right? Let's just nuke that thing. Don't be stupid, Rush. What do you think we're doing out here? What? Oh, right. Sorry, there's a plan. I forgot. Got a little bloodlusty. It's okay. We're going to go to that platform next. Do you want to pull anyone out of hyperspace yet? Uh, yeah, let's do, um, oh, I know what to do. Banshee squad come in. And, um, smugglers ace. Banshee squad, drop it out of hyperspace. Banshee, focus on the fighters that are going to be coming out of that soon. Understood. Attacking fighters coming out of the, uh, out of the orbital platform. Uh, okay, we're, we're dropping out of hyperspace, too. You, you heard of Rusty, right? Well, we are, well, well, I'm not telling you how to do your job. Well, 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 get off the comm. Oh, sorry. Stop telling him how to do his job. Come on. We are, we You should have get off the comm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, kids. Okay, um... Boom, boom. Smuggler's Ace and Banshee Squadron drop out. They fly through the hole in the minefield. Banshee Squadron at full throttle, which is very quick with an A-wing. <laughs> and they're heading, bearing down on the uh, fighters coming out of the platform. Uh, General Click, uh, where, where should we have Rusty go? The, the Star Destroyer or the platform? Star Destroyer first. What? We hit that pretty hard. Right, on our way. Go, Squadron. Our target are defensive platforms. Um, look, I know the Smuggler's Ace is good at, like, hiding and stuff, but it's not going to be impenetrable to scanning. Shouldn't some of us try to keep it busy? I don't think the Star Destroyer is going to be doing any scans right now. Okay, you're the leader. Especially not while we're destroying their platform piece by piece. 
Click, uh, I want to remind you not to destroy too much. We do have to land on some of these platforms. And the more unstable you make either the platform or the Star Destroyer, the more difficult it will be for the landing party. Star Destroyer, we already hit. The platform, we're just aiming for defensive installations. You heard the boss. Go in. Focus on attacking platform batteries and point defense weaponry. All right. Um, so it's going to be gunnery check three purple. Okay. That's going to be two yellow, three green and aiming blue versus three purple. Two success, one advantage. Uh, pass blue onto the next shot. Yeah, hold on. My dice roller crash. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Uh, rush Ritatar, failure and two advantages. Uh, Efreet, success, two threat. Rush just can't catch a break today. But he's being lucky at least. Yeah, I think as constantly when Rush bungles something, Ifrit uses the openings that he <laughs> creates to finish it off. So as Click is able to dodge, spin, and, you know, fire down on these defensive turrets um, while avoiding the shots, Rush's team cannot land shots and dodge at the same time. The two advantages, of course, that they're not getting counter hit. But while the turrets are chasing the other Rush's team, Ifrit's team manages to land the shots behind them, but there is some more system strain, which I'm going to apply appropriately. In case you were wondering, yes, all the system strain has so far gone to Victor Rimthrell. <laughs> okay, good. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I was thinking it, though. <laughs> like, he's just the straggler that's having a hard time keeping up with the others. Yeah, and so he's having to kind of force his ship into doing all sorts of things. Um, Rush, you're literally having a neutral effect on this battle. You know, that's part of the negative. You're saying that it's good that he might as well not be here? I'm helping. It's true. I could not land my shots without Rush being a big nuisance. <laughs> you hear that, Rush? Your nuisance is paid off. Finally, some respect. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, next up is uh, Dodger, whose team is just going to fire, who's firing upon the TIE Fighters as they are departing the platform. I'm gonna use a basic shot for this because the TIE Fighter isn't really in a position to do anything since it's launching. Right. <laughs> can't really shoot back, can't really maneuver. It's just gotta sit there and take it. So here we go. Uh, failure and three advantages. So the TIE Fighters, um, don't get destroyed as they're leaving, but they are all over the place. Um, no sense of organization at all. They're completely separated from one another. So if you engage them, they will be pretty easy targets. Okay. Um, and then, do you have the Smuggler's Aces um, sheet anymore? Um, stand by. Ooh. I don't believe I do. Do they have the Stygium cloaking device? Was that it? Well, active speed is reduced by three. Pilot can't use active scanners, comms, or weapons. Or which is the coat, the coating. I feel like it was coating and it also had whisper thrust. Oh yeah. Oh, night shadow coating. Reduce range band of enemy ships, passive sensors by one. Oh, that's right. And reduce silhouette by one. Then what was whisper thrust? Increase difficulty to checks to detect the vessel by two when traveling at speed three or lower. Well, that's good. Yeah, that sounds about right. 
Did it cloak? I don't remember if it cloaked. No, it was the night shadow coating. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm sure I'm missing something else about it. Oh, okay. So let's see. This would be starship action on the Imperial side, which is a three purple perception. Um, and it could only be done if... So basically, like, they can only detect the smuggler's ace if it gets to close range. Unfortunately, they do need to get the close range um, in order to get their fuser senses going. However, if they go speed three or lower, it increases the difficulty by two, so it ends up being a five purple uh, sensor detection thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it a five purple difficulty roll. Um, and currently they're scrambling to repair the shield, so I'm just going to say that there's an average operator there. Is there anything else you want to add to this? Wait, so what's going on? Right now, in order for the the fusers on the smuggler's ace to sense whether there's a fuser on the Star Destroyer, they have to get to close range. The night shadow coding prevents them from uh, being detected at all unless they're in close range. So because they're in close range, it is possible for the Star Destroyer to detect them. Okay. But Whisper Thrust Engine, if they're going speed three or lower, which they will be, um, it increases the difficulty of detection by two. So the, okay. the base difficulty is three. It increases it to, by two to five. So currently <laughs> the role for the Star Destroyer to detect them is two green and five purple. Is there anything I else got you nothing. want to add? Okay. <laughs> uh, failure to threat. <laughs> okay, so uh, Rusty sweeps the smuggler's ace very, very close. And with the two threats, I will use a maneuver for the fuser team to reach out with their senses as best they know how to see if they feel a fuser aboard. Uh, General, General Click, sir. Yeah? There's no fuser aboard the Star Destroyer. Uh, so I'm guessing she's probably with other fuser. Actually, wait, could you detect her since she's been bitten? That's what we were going off of, sir. Um, we, Kaz tried detecting us while we were asleep and he still could, so. Okay, let's assume platform, which I mean, we should have from the beginning, but it's good to do due diligence. Um, right, we're gonna make our way toward the platform now. Yeah, just keep it slow. That's all you need to do. All right, what do you want to do? Now you do have the smuggler, um, the Spice Wolf has the rest of the strike team. You also know that on board the Twilight Imperator, there are two U-wings with um, stormtroopers that can be deployed either to the platform to back up the strike team or um, one option that was put forward was they could capture the Star Destroyer. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, let's go ahead and have them go for the Star Destroyer and see if they can take it over. Okay, so you're ready to have everybody drop out of hyperspace? Yeah, I think now's a fine time. There's not going to be a better time. Boom, boom. Smugglers, a oh, I'm sorry. Spice Wolf drops out of hyperspace. The Twilight Imperator drops out of hyperspace and the U-Wings launch immediately. I want a capital ship, dang it. Don't worry, sir. It's Captain Hasquire. We'll reclaim that Imperial Star Destroyer. Soon it's going to be a Kanto Star Destroyer. Uh, Click, do you want us to cover any of these guys? Uh, I'm really loath to send Rush for this job. No, yeah, no. Okay, Rush, go whip. Go fly support. The Spice Wolf or the U-Wings? The U-Wings. The Spice Wolf can handle itself. Cover that. Go six, seven, and eight on my wings. And follow my lead this time. <laughs> They've been following your lead, Rush. If you want success, try not following his lead. <laughs> uh, now's not the time for a joke, Nine. I mean, that was a good one, though. Good job. Copy, Ghost Leader. <laughs> good job, but not now. <laughs> this is Banshee Lead. Do you want us to continue to 
Uh, Hartley's fine as now. Yeah, continue harassing their their fights apart. Top of that. I do remember they are outnumbered two to one right now, but yeah, they are scattered. A-wings. So they're a wings though. <laughs> All right, what are you gonna do? Uh, I think we need to keep ham. Ooh, actually, is there any visible uh, sensor array on this thing? Uh, perception. Be purple. Okay, hold on. Who's got better perception on my sheets? Oh, heck yeah. Oh man, Kachak perception is way better. Is it three purple? Yep. Two yellow, two green versus three purple. Three success, one advantage. Are you looking for like a targeting array or? No, just any scanning array, really. I mean, you can't really target much if you can't detect things. So you want to try you to knock out the station sensors in totality. Yeah. Okie doke. Yep, there's a cluster of sensor pods in the center of the platform. Let's gouge out to Maya's ghost squadron. I guess ears. Right behind you, mostly. I have one I want to use. No, I don't. So gunnery, right? Yeah. Are you torpedoing or laser? Uh, torpedo. Okie doke. Um, it is still one purple because of, um, oh yeah, that's not the right platform. <laughs> Here we go. It's still one purple because it's a much larger target. Did you have a hover platform? Is that what you're looking at just now? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> it is two black for shielding. Okay. So three yellow, two green, one blue for aiming, one black, or sorry, one purple and two black. Uh, failure, but seven advantages? Hold on, let's try something else. I have one rank of second chances. So I'm going to re-roll one of those yellow dice with the two advantages on it. Yep. Two success. So that turns into two success and five advantages. Oh boy. All right, how do you want to spend the advantages here? Uh, two for linked, and then two for crit, and then one for passed on blue. Okay, roll a crit. 15. Small explosion or impact crew suffer plus one strain and are disoriented for one round. Jeez. <laughs> it's like that scene in A New Hope where Luke's, uh, you know, blowing up the surface and then people are falling down. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> we don't see the capital ship crits that often, so it's it, or any of the space crits often. So it's kind of funny to see it. Yeah. So yeah, that the torpedoes hit their target, boom, and uh, yeah, on the inside you see all alien, all bunch of different aliens wearing like uh, scientific rope, scientific robes, lab coats, <laughs> science robes, science robes. Uh, you know, they're wearing lab coats. They're wearing um, like jumpsuits. They're carrying really expensive looking vials and and equipment. They all fall over. Ah! And the sensors are down. Heck yeah. Now I'm going to roll the A-wings in their attack battle. And what I'm going to do is it's going to be a dogfight check. So it'll be gunnery. Well, basically like gunnery versus gunnery. This mm. is the TIE fighters are shooting back. However, because the, um, the advantages earlier separated them, it's going to give them uh, the A-wings a blue as an advantage. Then, gosh, do I give them handling? I feel like I kind of have to. I'll give them a difference in the handling. That's a good one. Wait, that's not really a TIE Fighter's handling, is it? Doesn't seem right. What? TIE Fighter handling is plus three? That's not right. Hold on. It is. Look at that. All right. Well, their handling is the same because A-Wings are also plus three. Okay. Okay. So it's a yellow, three green, one blue, two purple, and a red. Uh, no success, four advantage, and a triumph. <laughs> So the A-Wings are not shooting down any TIE Fighters. Um, what what should we do with this? I don't know. 
<laughs> you did a weird roll. I have no answers for you. You make this mess. You clean it up. <laughs> okay. Um, let me think about this for a second here. I think... Okay, I'm gonna keep it simple. The the A wings have the Tie Fighters on the on the ropes basically, and so they're not gonna have an attack round this this turn. Okay. Um, the Tie Fighters spending all their time zipping and zopping, zipping and zopping, zigging and zagging, <laughs> uh, dumping all their laser power into engines so they can zooming and zooping. <laughs> <laughs> you know that common flight term zooping. <laughs> they zim. They zoop. <laughs> They zog. <laughs> as one does when you're flying. So, as a typical astro navigator does uh, on their starships. Sorry for those of you at home who are not experienced pilots who know this <laughs> deeply technical jargon. Uh, okay. Next up, I believe the Star Destroyer is going to fire upon the frigate. I imagine these guys all have shields forward, right? The frigate? If they're charging a capital ship? Oh, um, capital ships can't read or distribute their shields. Oh, okay. Did not know that. Makes sense. Kinda. The Enterprise could. Wait, what? <laughs> what what game are you playing? Oh. Alright. Um Star Destroyer is silhouette eight. Frigate is silhouette six. So three purple. Two black for shields. Two success, two threat. So that is thirteen damage. Minus six. So seven damage. How much does a forget have? Seventy-one. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're not in any. Uh, I'm just curious. Danger. Then uh, I'm forget. Well, I don't know. The frigate's job initially was to shoot fighters, but the fighters are doing okay. So should they shoot back? Yeah, I mean they've got they've got decent enough firepower, right? Yeah, they can do something. Um, so well, really, I guess the point of it isn't to hit the. It should be heading more towards the uh, platform. Okay. Yeah. So it's just going to ignore the star destroyer. It'll just take the hits. Yeah, because otherwise it doesn't want to, you know, they, they wanted to damage it, the Star Destroyer, to make it look like they're serious, but not enough to, that they couldn't use it. I think that's all the turns. I think it's back to you. Uh, okay, how are we doing on uh, the defensive platform here? Oh, let's go for shields. Is there a shield generator around? I don't know. I mean, I assume so, but I think... All right, so... Uh, stand by, click. We're about to land. And don't destroy the shields. I don't want the Star Destroyer getting any ideas of blasting us while we're still on board. <laughs> Uh, copy. So yeah, I think Click's job at the moment is done. I think, I think he's going to go fight TIE Fighters then. Yeah, I think this concludes the battle for the moment um, as uh, we have the Spice Wolf and Smuggler's Ace landing on the Golan 1 space defense platform. The scene is as such, the Spice Wolf comes barreling in, uh, blasters blazing, shooting a few guards that are on the surface of the platform and it does a cool slide spin like a slide skid maneuver that uh <laughs> click made Raina learn how to do <laughs> <laughs> the back retracts down and four mandalorians charge out first and start clearing the the, the ground for mandalore for mandalore uh, oh man, uh, and right behind them, <laughs> die, Republic scum! <laughs> the auto-controlled uh, B1 battle droids come out to create a defensive position. Die, Republic scum! 
coming out next out of the Spice Wolf is Jinko and Tazi Marina. Their job, of course, locate the Jawa kids, get them out of there. <laughs> we cut over to the smugglers ace aboard as it's landing. It's landing behind the rest of them. Joza, Maharo, Kaz, and Gager. Oh, Gager is talking to Kaz. Now, uh, once you find your mother, this syringe here will is the antidote. You merely need to inject it into any of the monsters or her, really anywhere that's attached to her. And within five minutes, the entire process will be reversed. The monsters shall unlatch themselves from her and she will be fine. Got it. Thanks, Uncle Gager. Here you go, my lad. Be careful. There's only one of those. You have more than one of these? Of course. What kind of foolishness would I only, <laughs> only one? Uh, do you know the peril you could put yourself in by only bringing one? Yeah. Okay, each of us should have like two. Is that okay? I <laughs> do you have... I brought 15, so each of you shall have five. Okay, I feel, see, I feel a lot better now. This is a lot less pressure on me. Of course, I can make as much antidote as needed. Why would I only make one? <laughs> what would be the point of that? Well, it could be like the amount of time it takes to manufacture it or something. Oh, I forgot Ruby's here too. Oh, nice. Not, she did come. Yeah, I forgot. To, not used to her on the team yet. Uh, so we made 20. Everybody gets five. <laughs> Only, f only five chances each to inject her. <laughs> well, the pressure's oh. on. Mara, we only need one to work. Look, Tommy Fingers, I'll get it. It'll be fine. This is like we have a 5% chance of failure, right? Yeah, that's a 20 individual chances for us to inject her. I, I think we'll, I think one of us landed. Let's just not use these as weapons or shields, you know? Actually, wait. Hey, Uncle Gager, will this stop monster powers too? Um, you know, I've not considered that. I've been really just focusing on curing her. Didn't don't have any fusers to test it on either. Well, I mean, if an opportunity comes up, we might try one. Mm, good point. Oh, would you like to borrow my tranquilizer rifle? So we can shoot it? Oh, why oh, not? Heck yeah. <laughs> oh, here you go. It's a good thing I brought this along. Thanks, Uncle Gager. This is way better. Guys, yeah, look, we don't even get close anymore. <laughs> I feel like it's a little too easy. Well, it's not going to be easy to get there. Yeah, believe it or not, I don't think any of this is going to be easy. Every little advantage we can get will be useful. Yeah, we haven't even started. We're literally just prepping. You can't complain that it's too easy when we're not even doing anything. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm trying to hype myself up. This is my first invasionary landing, you know. Is it? Oh yeah, why would we even why will I have invaded anything before? I feel like we've invaded something before. We're not even doing the hard work. All the Mandalorians are clearing out this area. Yeah, and we didn't even have to do space fights. Alright, fine. Jeez, okay, I'll stop being nervous. Let's just go. Come on, <laughs> conquering heroes. <laughs> There's a happy medium, Maharo. Well, if you need me, I'll be on top of the ship sniping anybody who peeks out. <laughs> Gage was the only one who notices that there's a sarcastic bantha marking on like one of the ceilings. Oh, that's rather nice. <laughs> hey, if you see Rezzy, uh, do tell her. Good show. <laughs> um, weird tangent, but okay. And as the strike team disembarks onto the defense platform, we end the episode. Whew, that went smooth. Very Only smooth. Only because 
only because you let me use full powered click. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you know how to how to uh, fight a battle. Yeah. Well, that's and, true. Jeez, I, of all the things I could not have predicted, having the entire squadron perform Carillion send off. <laughs> Good well, grief. When you gave me the rights to use Shobo, I'm like, that's like last level. That's a 25 point thing. I'm like, so that means they've done a lot. I'm like, so they probably have. They probably would have also had the points for an improved Carillion send off. Jeez. I mean, improved Carillion send off is also another top tier one, but you can get there pretty. It's all like similar path to Shobo. Right. Well, Rush Ritatar continues to be uh, <laughs> just, Rush. just okay. <laughs> Rush was there. <laughs> Just like his <laughs> participation in the Battle of Endor. Yeah, he was there. I remember Rush him was there, there too. <laughs> uh, Ifrit Namtar. Man. Man. MVP. Double triumph? What? And no one died? Yeah, nobody died. I mean, every, everyone in, Go in Ghost 9 through 12 took one hit, and then Victor Vim Throttle had four systems straight. <laughs> oh, Dim Throttle. And uh, I didn't even have to, I didn't even have to track all the TIE Fighter damage. I even made a squadron sheet for it. That's cool. And of course, Alpha 1 through 12, because we use uh, the old game playbook yep. system. Oh, this, Go ahead and post that on a Discord or something. Not, not Black Squadron. Who bugs me? Okay. Um. Hey, uh, my new book's out. Where's my music? What music? Where's our credit music? Oh, you want to hear it live? You've been doing it. I'm, I'm used sorry. to it I'm now. I'm sorry. You can't remove features. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Okay. We go. Um, well, uh, my, hey, my new book is out. Um, Spirits of Summer. If you want to check that out, um, it's a fun summer beach romp. Yeah, I guess there is a beach in the book at one point. Um, is it a beach at bottle episode? Kinda. There's a there's a giant squid though. Is that a bottle episode? Yes. Okay. Well. Uh, there's a giant bottle episode squid so you know <clears throat> if you want to check that out the if you haven't read the first book yet you can get that too it's called heart and soul fist or you can just uh you know i guess if you want to be one of those people that just reads the second book i guess you could do that too um all that is you can find that at soulzeromedia.com where i have links to all the books <clears throat> and links to the updated merch we've got a new fun little logo that comes in four colors uh regular Still Zero, Twilight Tazi, and Spice Wolf. Um, other things going on, uh, Twitter in, at In Daydreams. I've been streaming The Great Ace Attorney on Twitch, twitch.tv slash In Daydreams. That's been a lot of fun. If you wanted me to, if you want to watch me be unable to say the phrase prosecutor ouchie without laughing, this is where you want, want to go. So, <laughs> M A T T. <laughs> That's you just, guys know the drill. I'm on Twitch twice. I'm on, uh, or I'm on Twitch once. The brother Matt. I'm on Twitter twice. You know where they are. Okay. Well, um, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be closing in on the end of season three. Oh, by the way, if uh, you start thinking about questions, because we'll be doing that mailbag episode probably in the next couple of months. So uh, if you have a question, uh, drop us a line. Soul Zero Podcast at gmail.com or through the Twitters or you know however other way you want to get a hold of us let us know your questions for season three because we're wrapping it up here and uh yeah until next time may the force be with you and if you have an episode specific question maybe chris will be nice enough to tell me what episode it is so i can listen to it again in advance good idea bye
拜。